Do you ever find that you kind of become identified by different categories or what people label you as? Because same. And today I want to talk about the differences between being an introvert and an extrovert and kind of what culture says about that versus what's actually true about that. So let's dive in. So I actually did some research for this podcast topic because I didn't want to just go off the seat of my pants or whatever the saying is. So I looked at two books, one by Susan Cain, which talks about being an introvert in a world that can't stop talking. And then I also read one by someone named Holly Girth, which talks about the purpose between both of being an extrovert and an introvert. So I'll just refer to them by the author's last name of Girth and Cain, just as a little context if you want to look those up if you're curious for further information. But something I found really interesting was kind of just the reality that this world is kind of kind of views extroversion as kind of a cultural ideal. I'd never thought about that before, but it really is set up to kind of be a world that is made for extroverts. I think it can be hard when people are a little more introverted when just going through daily life, whether you're in school or work or whatever. And so being quiet and being introverted and other aspects of being an introvert can kind of become, it can stand out in a negative way. Whereas with extroverts, it only stands out in a positive way because you're out there, you're talking to so many different people, you're meeting people. And I never thought of that before, but I can definitely see that's the case. I go to school with a lot of people who are both extroverts and introverts, as there are most most people like that in the world. But I can see that in my classes and with my peers who, I just feel like the way that extroverts go about talking to people and connecting with people is almost glorified as like the way that you should do it and the way that the world should be and so I kind of wanted to look into where that came from and so I thought it was interesting I read when I read one of those books by the cane she wrote that introverts and extroverts think and process things differently so it can come down to the root of processing information differently it's not just choosing to be introverted or extroverted which I think a lot of people have that conception conception and idea that oh you're just being introverted like can you just step it up and be better but I think that they're being an introvert is just as valuable as being an extrovert but I do think that the world kind of views extrovert as the preferred method of communication and just living life and I think that that other people like maybe you guys can see that too in your day-to-day life i don't want this episode to be a bash on people who are extroverts but i do think that they don't get as much i don't know i think that introverts don't get as much airtime or feeling of valuableness than extroverts do and i think that does come down to the root that they are just a little more reserved and i don't think that that's a bad thing and both introverts and extroverts deserve to communicate the way that they choose to and are both valuable and I think that there is a huge difference the book by Girth talked about how there's huge differences between shyness 
and introversion with different like it's not just being shy or being antisocial like introversion is not being antisocial and that's important to know because that's a huge difference you can be antisocial if you're an extrovert too and that's just not a characteristic that introversion includes i think that that's also a common misconception because oftentimes people who are quiet can be viewed as not having a the ability to be social or just being flat out antisocial and i don't think that that's the case i think that introverts are social in their own way maybe they don't thrive in a room full of people because that's just not the way that they are i mean that's not fun for a lot of people i know i wouldn't i'd feel awkward walking into a room with there's a lot of people but for extroverts maybe that's something that they love maybe they love meeting new people maybe they love striking up conversations with random people at the grocery store and that's just something that not everybody prefers to do and i think that introverts kind of get slack for being antisocial and for kind of having that and that kind of comes down to like the way i opened this podcast with like when someone tells you that you are the way you are that sounds rude but like when someone identifies you as an antisocial introvert you can kind of embody that and i think that that's bad and so i think taking a look at what you do maybe you don't maybe you're an introvert and you don't do a lot of social things in large groups but you have a lot of like one-on-one conversations with people or maybe you just prefer to do things a little differently and I think that's just as valuable as being an extrovert and I think that that the comparison between the two kind of needs to stop I think that can really negatively impact the way that you view yourself and the way that others view you I think that categorizing and kind of just putting people into these different roles kind of make you embody that if someone tells you like you're antisocial or (laughs) I don't know who would say that that's really rude but if someone labels you like oh you're an introvert aren't you and then they just you hear that a lot growing up then that's something that you embody and that's something that's hard to get out of it's kind of like you know when you're like little and you like know someone growing up maybe in high school and you're like friends with someone and then you you grow apart and you see them when you're like 30 years old at the grocery store and they just have this idea of you that they of the version that they knew of you in high school and they just are comparing you your current state to your high school state and like that's not fair that's like you're in different life stages that's two different areas of your life and I think that comparing these two is just as idiotic I think that they are both two very different things that are just as valuable and just as important and again that comparison of them is just unnecessary because why would you compare them it's like just again two separate things fully and so I think that it's just fruitless to compare them and I think that it's just important to find value in your strengths if you are an introvert or in your strengths if you are an extrovert. I also kind of think that the labels of being introverted and extroversion is a little silly. I think that that again just makes you kind of put on that persona of oh I am this because I fit into that category but I think that you can be both introverted and extroverted and I think that that's something that people don't talk about often maybe you really like to strike up conversations with people but a room two times the size that you're in is too much for you or 
maybe you need that time to recharge and maybe most extroverts don't and so i think that trying to put yourself into this these categories is also a little silly and something that's just not worth the effort i do think that there is something to say about growing up kind of noticing these things about your kids or maybe you don't have kids or maybe you know kids that you're brother or sister has or something and I think that that's something that can be hard with parents is when they fear that their kids are kind of not doing the social things that they're supposed to be hitting at that milestone age. This is something that Girth talked about in one of the books I read and I found it really interesting. She said, well-meaning parents can assume their kids are holding back out of fear when they're playing alone or staying on the edge of a group and I think that that is something that I had not thought about before, is the importance of letting your kid be alone if that's what they need when you are parenting or raising a child and making sure that you're not pushing your kid to do something that's out of their comfort zone. I think that's hard for parents because, again, there's like those milestone things of, oh, maybe you have a friend who's super, their kid is super social and always playing at the park, meeting new kids, and maybe your kid prefers to play in the sandbox at the park alone. And I think that that is so hard for parents because they think, oh my goodness, there's something wrong with my kid. They don't want to make friends. And I totally understand that that would be in a hard situation to be in. I mean, I don't have kids, so I wouldn't fully know what that is, but I imagine that that's a hard place to be in and so I think that it's important to make sure that you do think about what's best for your kid maybe ask them questions about why they prefer to play alone but in a way that doesn't make them feel forced to be with friends all the time and I that's again it's a scary thing as a parent I'm sure to try to navigate but I thought it was so interesting how this author talked about not pushing your kids to be social just as you wouldn't want to be pushed if you were older and maybe your parent tried to make you go to more parties or whatever and so I thought that was super interesting and it kind of gave me a lot of insight. I also think that it's important to talk about the difference between kind of like this that solitude of playing alone versus complete isolation socially social isolation and I think that that isn't a matter of if you're an introvert or an extrovert necessarily but I do think that a lot of introverts like I talked about before do get flack for maybe being more socially isolated than extroverts and that's something that's I don't know it's hard hard to understand I think that there are it's kind of a I don't know it's a fine line between solitude versus social isolation. I think that if you're constantly needing to be alone in a way that's unhealthy, maybe you never see any friends or family, maybe you live alone and you just don't leave the house, I think that that can become kind of social isolation or maybe you don't, I don't know, don't do things for yourself. Maybe like, I feel like if you get a cup of coffee and you talk to a barista, that's not you're not socially isolating yourself even if you don't hang out with friends every day maybe that's wrong this is just emily talking but i think that solitude is different in that you can want to be alone and recharge i know i've talked about it before but my like favorite thing to do on a friday night is to do nothing and just watch tv alone 
And I don't think that that's social isolation. Maybe someone would argue and say it is. But I think that it's important to, again, slow down. If you haven't listened to that episode, feel free to check it out. But slowing down and having that solitude alone time is really important. And I think that extroverts need that as well. I don't think that we're meant to constantly be going and going and going as humans. I think that it's very important to make sure that we are resting our bodies and giving us time away from people, I think that that is super a super healthy skill to learn. I know I know people who they can't even spend like an hour alone because they just are constantly needing to be with people. And then people can be viewed as almost like a social crutch or clutch and kind of be like a security blanket in that they don't really want to hang out with them but they want to be out doing stuff and never want to be alone and I think that that is it's a hard skill to learn to be with yourself and to just be content just reading a book or watching tv or just whatever just having that solitude time with yourself but I do think that that's a necessary skill for both introverts and extroverts to have I think for me, that was something that was super hard for me to learn, but I think that learning that younger helped a lot with my transitioning into different life stages because you don't want to constantly feel like you need to be with someone because that's draining, that's hard. Maybe it's hard and draining for you to be alone. That's hard as well, but I think that we do need time to recharge and be alone, and I think that that if If that's a skill that you haven't learned yet, I urge you to try to just take an hour where you're alone, maybe read a book, maybe even going to a coffee shop is a super humbling experience to go by yourself. It really helps to just slow down and maybe you bring homework to a coffee shop and just go by yourself and just have that time where you can just unplug and kind of recharge. I think that that's so important and I think that that is something that, again, I'm generalizing. This is just me. I didn't read this in a book. But I think that that's something that maybe introverts do a better job with is that time to recharge and that ability to slow down. And I think that both introverts and extroverts do have strengths of their own. I think that extroverts are great at being social and being out there. But I do think that they have both both of them have valuable characteristics about themselves but i think that we do live in a world that kind of idolizes and is the ideal for people to be extroverted and i get, again i don't i don't like that characterization of it i think that it's hard to once you're defined as something or once people tell you you're something it's hard to get out of that But I do think that that is something that we can kind of see that in the world we live in. But if you're listening to this and maybe you've struggled with feelings of kind of just being identified as or being, I don't know, rejected as a kind kind of a large word for this. But if you've struggled with feeling that you aren't enough because you're an introvert or you don't bring anything to the table, that is incorrect. And introverts are just as valuable as extroverts and maybe you're an extrovert and you feel like you're not as valuable as maybe an introvert which I don't think would be the case but maybe you are and I think that you too are just as valuable as introverts and I think that these labels are just so silly and unnecessary because it just again puts you in a category I think that everybody has different 
ways of socializing that are just as great as each other. And I think that overall, something that both introverts and extroverts can do is to choose to be alone for a greater purpose. I think that that's something that we as a society could kind of strive to change that picture of extroverts being better and how the world is kind of kind of prefers and idealizes that extroversion is great and I think that solitude is just choosing to be alone for a greater purpose and I think that well something that one of the books that I read said which I just loved was it was the one written by Girth and she wrote that we should courageously choose solitude and help others do the same and so I love that I think that's a great way to close this podcast episode there's a lot of these topics there's a lot in these topics that can be hard to understand and again I think that we don't necessarily need these labels of introverts and extroverts. I don't know if it necessarily, maybe it helps you kind of identify where your socialization lies or what you need lies. I don't know that I necessarily find it entirely helpful, but if you do, I just encourage you to, no matter what you're self-identifying as or what you've been told you identify as, is to just know that the way that you live life too is just as valuable as the opposite. Maybe you're an introvert, just as valuable as an extrovert. Maybe you're an extrovert, you're just as valuable as an introvert. And so I think that knowing that is just great in a world that really does kind of view that extroversion as more important. I don't, I just don't love that. I think that that's maybe not great. And so I just, (laughs) urge you and I challenge you to, again, no matter what you are, introvert or extrovert or maybe a little combination action, I really encourage that you try to take steps to help yourself in the way that you communicate with others. Maybe try to just push yourself in a way that's beneficial. You don't want to be out there pushing your kids, like I said before, but maybe you can help yourself kind of navigate the waters because if this world is more focused on the benefit benefiting extroverts then I think that as introverts we together can try to help push ourselves in a way to kind of not become extroverts but be a little more comfortable with that I think that that can be hard but I also think that we should again encourage people to take time to just courageously choose that solitude and if that's something that you're not good at is choosing solitude I really highly encourage that you try that even if it's just for half an hour even if you just want to run and grab a cup of coffee and drink it at a coffee shop and read a book I highly encourage that because I think that that can really help your mental health I think that it can help you then if you are in a situation where maybe you are alone because a weekend plan got canceled then you don't have to feel like you can't spend time alone but it's something to work on I know it's super hard but again I'll just reiterate that both introverts and extroverts are very important to the way that we live our lives and so I hope that you found this helpful. I think it's interesting to kind of talk about the breakup of that, especially, again, in a world that the cultural ideal is extroversion. I think it's interesting to kind of unpack that and maybe see why that is. And I do think that it is because 
introversion is viewed as antisocial. Don't think that's the case. I don't think that's true. But I do think that that is what culture says. I think that is what culture and a lot of people really do truly believe. And so I think that, again, that is not correct. That's wrong. But again, I hope that you're able to just use intentional energy and strategic solitude versus those risky isolations and kind of that insufficient energy. I hope that you're able to kind of use these topics and ideas to help yourself work through things. I think that you can be happy being an extrovert and happy being an introvert, but I do think that it's good to just encourage yourself to do things that put you out of your comfort zone, but in a way that's healthy for yourself. Again, you don't want to push yourself too much, but I think that just this week, I just really encourage you to just spend 30 minutes to an hour strategically being alone in solitude and I hope that it goes well for you you can feel free to dm me on instagram or email me at the wilder the better dot podcast gmail.com and my instagram is the wilder the better dot podcast I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will catch you next time bye